0: Well, here we are, seven days until we send 2021 into the annals of history. I love this last weekend of December for many reasons. Even without COVID, everything slows down. Expectations for production tend to be lowered if you're not an essential worker. Periods of reduced Expectations can be good for us all. Just so you know, a rabbi and a cantor will be fully available for any pastoral need that any Emmanuel congregant has, but the building will close during the coming week to give a much-needed rest to our very hard workers on our staff and to the building itself. How about you? If you are one of so many who find yourself on the go all the time, always racing to stay on top of your to-do list, think about slowing down your pace. Sadly, with Omicron, this is a perfect time to hibernate. And for some of you, The second season of Emily in Paris has dropped at exactly the right moment, and you know who you are. This slower time gives us the gift of more time to read, to think, and to reflect on the nature of how time passes. One of my favorite traditions of the last week of the year are the newspapers that print a collection of the photo images of this past year and also the stories of those whose lives ended in 2021. Judaism always prompts us to reflect on our existence and on our purpose on Earth. With High Holy Days still nine months away, this last week in December is another opportunity to think about what we still have left to do in our time on the planet. I recently read a much acclaimed novel, Hamnet. Any other Hamnet readers here? A few of you. Historical fiction which imagined the impact of the death of William Shakespeare's eight-year-old son on his writing of Hamlet four years later. The book was timely with the 16th-century version of Pandemic, and mostly sad. But author Maggie O'Farrell imagined one scene that had me laughing. 18-year-old William Shakespeare is in a romantic relationship with Agnes, and they intend to marry. Agnes shares her news with her stepmother, who shrieks about her choice. The Latin tutor? Him? That that boy, that that wastrel, that wageless, useless, beardless, on and on. Come on, that's funny, right? As far as she's concerned, this poor kid is never going to amount to anything. The novel was enjoyable because we never stop and think about the person before he became William Shakespeare or before she became jane austen and while most of us will not achieve the austin or shakespeare level of fame these stories remind us that we evolve over a lifetime and our potential to do something positive grows if you have a teenager or a young adult who has not quite found themselves keep this in mind In the book of Exodus, which we commence this Shabbat, we learn that a a certain Hebrew man marries a certain Hebrew woman, and they have a son, even as Pharaoh has decreed that all firstborn Hebrew boys will be killed. But the mother, this mom sees that her baby is beautiful. That's all she can see in the moment, And in an act of desperation, she hides him in a basket among the reeds of the River Nile. We know how Pharaoh's daughter finds the baby and rescues him. Even after she names him Moses, for a long time he's just a lucky Hebrew boy saved by a powerful woman. Even when he marries a Midianite woman, he has not yet become Moses. One of the best parts of how Moses became, the, the whole how Moses became Moses narrative is the way in which God chose Moses to partner in redeeming our people. Even Moses fails to see his own potential in the moment. With a quiet week ahead, there is no better time than to set aside some time in this coming week before we turn that calendar page to 2022, both to reflect on our own potential to be God's partners in the holy work of living in these times, and also to train ourselves to look for and see the potential in ourselves and in others. Take a moment and think about Emmanuel's preschool and youth education programs, which have been running for well over a hundred years and kept going all the way through the pandemic to this moment. And that means that whether or not you yourself are a parent, just by being part of Emmanuel, you are investing in the potential of a generation that will be here after we are gone. In the Babylonian Talmud, Rabbi Joshua ben Levi asks Elijah the prophet, when will the Messiah come? Elijah responds, go ask him. The rabbi asks, where will I, will I find him? Where, where is he sitting? Elijah says, at the gates of Rome. The rabbi says, but how will I know which one he is? To which Elijah replies, he's sitting among the poor and infected while all of them untie their bandages and then rebandage them together, he's the one who unties and rebandages each separately. Who is the next Jane Austen, the William Shakespeare, but not yet? The Moses and Miriams of this generation? The potential is in all of us and in those around us. May this Shabbat and the quiet, peaceful week ahead creates space and time to glimpse that potential.